the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review with Hugh Hewitt podcast, bringing to you the best voices on the stories and issues that matter. Helping make it all possible is the generous partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. Here's another piece I'll trust you enjoy. Every now and then when I am assisting John Katsimatidis with his weekly uh, broadcast, uh, I get to run into my next guest uh, over in the halls of WABC Radio here in New York. He's so busy, uh, not just doing his podcast and his radio uh, work himself, but he's also been, uh, well, making some things public that I think we the people have had the right to know. And uh, he's here to discuss some of that. Uh, Former Mayor Rudy Giuliani, of course, America's mayor on duty when uh, 9-11 and the world tore apart. Uh, But, Mayor, welcome back to Kevin McCullough Radio. Always a pleasure to have you, sir. Well, thank you very, very much. Pleasure to be with you. Let's talk about the laptop. Um, huh? with the, there seems to be some confusion about the contents on it and, and the actual, um, I don't know, ch- chain of command in terms of who got sure, it handed sure. off chain to who, of et cetera. Can yeah, you clear yeah. that up for us? Yeah, it's really simple. This is, this is definitely his hard drive. There's no question about it. There's nothing Russian. There's no Russian derivation here. This is not Russian information. That's a complete usual Democrat shift lie right he gets to tell and the media does nothing about it because they suck up to the democratic party uh this is a a, comes from hunter biden i can verify it in 10 different ways not the least of which is neither hunter biden nor joe biden have disputed a single thing that we put out on it that's the most compelling thing to me yeah also i have his signature on receipt for it I, I, I can compare it to about 10 things that only Hunter Biden would know. And I have independent witnesses now who are off the record who can identify it if we ever have to put it in court. So I, they can waste all the time they want that it isn't his. It is his. It reveals a massive criminal conspiracy. It is not conflict of interest. It's straight out and out bribery. It's been going on for 30 years. And Hunter Biden, I would say, is more like a victim of his father than anything else. Can you can I mean, you elaborate on that a little bit? Here, the, bad, the bad player here is Joe Biden. He's not just a bad man. He's a bad father. And it's disgraceful that he's even thinking of running for the presidency. So, uh, Hunter describes in his own words in a text, probably the most important text in here, that for 30 years he's been collecting money for a pop, uh, he's got to pay a lot of the family expenses out of that money, and then he's got to kick half of it back to Pop. That's in his words, in a text, to his half-sister, not my words, his. Right. And everything else, everything else in here corroborates that. Mayor, so I've been the able timeline... to go through about five deals, and that would have, so far they're up to about 30 to $40 million oh. that they got that way. And it looks like they've been doing it you know, for much smaller amounts with Brother James Biden uh, back when he was a senator and James Biden was a lobbyist and James Biden would get the money. Joe would do what he needed to do for the client and the Biden brothers would whack up 
the gas. Mayor Giuliani is who we're is who we're speaking with. Democrat uh, corruption scheme in which he used a bag man. The despicable thing is that Joe Biden used his son, who has a problem with drug addiction, as the bag man, and made that drug drug addiction considerably worse by the unbelievably ridiculous corrupt situations that Senator and then Vice President Biden put his drug addicted son. So that, I don't know, I guess God takes care of that. But for all the bribery he did, he should go to jail. Mayor, I need to ask you this question because I want my listeners to be clear on this. Is it does does the laptop reveal the timeline of when these deals went down, and can we verify whether or not he held office while conducting them? Well, uh, some of them he did, some that he did. The, uh, the Ukraine timeline, he held office. He got a bribe from Mykola Zloshevsky. The bribe was in the nature of. Uh, of money that was given to Hunter Biden. Hunter Biden had a no-show job. He did almost nothing for it. And Hunter, according to Hunter, Hunter had to give half of that to his father. Uh, and his father then intervened and helped to get a case, got a case dismissed involving not just Hunter Biden, but Mykola Zloshevsky, who is one of the biggest criminals in the Ukraine, who stole over $5 billion from the Ukrainian government, and because of the bribes that he paid to Biden and to President Poroshenko, has been able to keep the money and um, to, to keep the, basically to keep the money. Right. That's Let- the Ukraine bribe. That's while he was vice president. Also, when he was vice president, he took his son to um, to, U- uh, to China. He was supposed to negotiate for the U.S. to have China remove its military from the islands they disputed with Japan. He was supposed to get them to reduce tariffs. Joe failed in his mission, as he always did, for the U.S. But Hunter, a month later, got a $1 billion commitment from the Bank of China, eventually $1.5 billion. Bank of China became the partner of Hunter Biden, which is extraordinary. And the other partners were the stepson of the vice president, John Kerry, and the nephew of Whitey Bulger, who is one of the most notorious organized criminals in the United States. Right. I'm not kidding. He was the he, he was the head of Thornhill. Thornhill is the third partner. So here's here's the partnership we have. The son of the vice president, the stepson of the secretary of state, the nephew of one of the biggest organized criminals in the United States, and China. So while Joe Biden was negotiating for us and losing to China. His family was making millions from China. That's why he was vice president. That is a despicable sellout of the United States of America. Well, and I want my listeners to be very clear. The Bank of China is the it's it's like our the equivalent of our federal treasury. It's it's a part of the Chinese government. That means, Mayor, if we connect the dots, and again, I'm just trying to be clear for my listeners. I'm not trying to trick anybody. This means that he took communist Chinese party's money while selling out the U.S. on foreign policy, or not getting the job done, rather, on foreign policy? Well, I mean, you, you, you know, everybody assumed he didn't get the job done because he never got the job done. He's stupid. I mean, Gates said it best. It was the Secretary of Defense in the Obama administration. Joe Biden has never been right on any matter of foreign policy. That's right. why the debate tomorrow night, they don't want to cover national security because the reporter doing the debate is a Democrat. Her father is a multi 
I don't know, million dollar, maybe a $50,000 contributor to Obama, $10,000 contributor to Biden. She's a very, very uh, extreme liberal Democrat, and she's doing the debate. And she leaves national security and foreign policy out of it. Because if Joe Biden had to debate foreign policy, Trump would ask him one question. Tell me one you got right. (laughs) He's been wrong on everything. And he failed in every negotiation ever did for the United States. But what we never knew was when he was failing, his, his family was making millions. He failed in Iraq to get a status of forces agreement. And his brother James, who's a big crook, got a one-third partnership in a $1.5 billion housing contract for Iraq. Hmm. He failed in Ukraine to stop the, the Russians because he wouldn't give them arms. And he made $14 million for the family. And he failed in China, and he's still making millions from China. There's also a deal that was done recently when he was out of office, but I believe in anticipation of his being president. The, Chi- the uh, Chinese Communist, very, very, um, a very um, important member of the Chinese Communist Party, also an intelligence agent and an organized criminal named Yi Yingming, and two other Chinese communists, Patrick Ho, who's right now in federal prison, and um, Kevin Dung, are in a partnership. The other partners are uh, Hunter Biden, James Biden, the younger brother, James Biden's wife. And then, if you look at the distribution of the equity, there's 10% that's going to be given to Hunter in addition to hold for the big guy. So now we have to figure out who is the big guy. So if you go a couple of uh, emails later, Hunter is ordering keys for the new office that the Bidens are going to have with the Chinese communists. This is crazy. Mm. And the new office keys, the first key is for Joe Biden. And the second key is for Jill Biden. And then the third key is for James. So you tell me who the big guy is. Just in case you need any more help, there's an anonymous source now who's come forward who was part of that deal, who has identified the big guy as Joe Biden. The and anonymous again, source, I believe, within the next two days will become not anonymous. Yeah, and again, uh, we're speaking with uh, Rudy Giuliani, who knows the uh, ins and outs of this case better than anyone else. Mayor, let me ask you this, because before you were a politician, you were a prosecutor, and a very good one. And with the amount of wrongdoing that appears to be associated with this, what is the reasonable expectation if the FBI knows that these crimes, uh, that there's evidence of these crimes on that laptop, what's the reasonable expectation that we take uh, prosecutorial action here? Well, I mean, there's going to have to be prosecutorial action. I, I don't know. I don't know if you can get it done between now and Election Day. But um, these, these, this, this, these facts don't go away unless you burn them or you kill the people who have They did set up an iron curtain, an unbelievable iron curtain, unprecedented in the United States, so that the New York, New York Post story that revealed a good deal of this could not get out. Right. They, I'm talking about a, a, a real iron curtain. They didn't publish it in, the, in any, any meaningful sense in the Times, the Washington Post. They didn't cover it really in, on NBC, CBS, ABC, MSNBC, CNN, uh, and then, of course, Twitter and Facebook took it down. So that is, that, they set up, an, like the communists used to have, they set up an iron curtain to block the disclosure of free speech. Now, they have covered every slimy article 
about Trump and ones they made up. They just put out an article about Trump's tax returns. The tax returns they had were stolen, and they didn't even have a source. They didn't even have an unnamed source. Here, they have three sources, and they have documents. And, it's, and, and, the, and, the, and the Bidens are not denying it. Now, right. That's... Don't, I'm going to tell you why they don't publish it. They don't publish it because if the American people got to really see this, he would not only not be elected, they probably demand that he get off the ticket. Well, there's still have a criminal of this magnitude running for president. Mayor, there's still time. And obviously he called the lid on Sunday night to prevent having to talk to the media until Thursday night's debate. Um, I my my hunch is that they're literally at their wits end in terms of knowing how to respond and and what to say. They've always gotten away with it by lying. I'll tell you. And the press has accepted every absurd lie he's ever told. Mike, I never knew. I never knew what my son did overseas. Yeah. I mean, how could you believe that? Right. Well, of course, now the first thing that came out, I think that got through, is the meetings that he had with the, the Ukrainian people, yes. in which he found out everything that his son was doing. But not only did he know what his son was doing overseas, he orchestrated it. His son is a bad man. He's a criminal. His son is collateral damage. And the way he handled his son's drug addiction is a sin. It, I mean, it, it could be worse in a personal sense than anything he did you know, in terms of crimes, because as a father, I find what he did dis- disgusting, and I find I have no respect for this man. I, mean, I respected me... some of the criminals. I respected some of the criminals I put in jail. They were good fathers in some cases. This man, this man took his son's drug problem and exponentially increased it by putting this kind of pressure on him. You, I know something about drug rehabilitation therapy because I used to be a head, head of the narcotics section right. in the U.S. Attorney's Office, and I probably prosecuted more drug cases than ever. But unlike Joe Biden, I never put anybody with marijuana in jail. I mean, his bill involved mass incarceration of African-Americans and others. Meanwhile, right next to him, he had a drug-addicted son who was doing exactly the same thing, but not going to jail for it. Well, what and, kind of phony hypocrite does that? And evidently, according to what you've seen, uh, was making it worse. Mayor, let me ask you this. The idea that, um, well, I, we have Andy McCarthy on the show a lot, and, and he says, Kev, a lot of times in government, when the choice is between um, you know, malfeasance or, or negligence, it's safe to assume negligence. Where is, where is the laptop currently? Who has possession of it? And how do we know FBI, that something bad's not going to happen to it? Laptop. I have a full copy of the hard drive that contains everything in the laptop, I believe. There could be more things in there, but I doubt it. We, we've heard rumors of even more nefarious activities, and I'm just going to keep it uh, restricted to that yeah. uh, in terms of description. Do, are those rumors verifiable uh, based on the information that you have? Well, I'm, I mean, I, I, I have a hard enough time getting through this thing. I mean, I'm only about a third through it. Wow. I have heard the same rumors. The rumors come from people that I know are extremely reliable investigators. Not uh, one of them I know better than the other, the, the facts. But I can't, I can't tell you that they are true. Here's what okay. I can tell you. Based on what I see in the hard drive, it sounds like they're true. It's consistent with the kind of thing that I can see he was doing, although the amounts of money – are even more staggering. Hmm. 
Uh, Mayor, let me let me switch gears to the presidential race for a second. Um, the, the president has a closing argument to make to the American people. And I think as much as he may want to pivot to this full full bore in the debate on Thursday and really go at him, I think that uh, some undecided independents still need to be reminded about what a good economy they've got and some other things. If you were advising the president to prep for Thursday, what would you well, what would you encourage him to keep? Uh, well, what would you encourage him to keep his focus on? Oh, I think it's easy. There's no reason not to. There's no, no special strategy. I think the president has to do. I think he has, he has to do three things, and he's going to do it. He should remind the people of the record that he has. I mean. Any incumbent runs on their record. That should, and I ran as an incumbent mayor. Sure. And I said to, I said to people, I, you know, these are the promises I made. I kept most of them. The ones that I haven't kept, I'm going to keep now. You've got to give me a little more time for it. And then you try to point out what you're going to do in the future, which he has done. You know, he's going to lower taxes some more. He has an extraordinary record even after the pandemic. I mean, his, his economic record before the pandemic was historic. Uh, we had the best economy we ever had, and it particularly helped poor people, particularly African-Americans, Hispanics, which is why he's getting such a high high vote for a Republican in those communities. He's the first guy to ever do anything for it. Yeah. Every, every Democrat double-crossed him. Uh, then the pandemic set us back, no question about it. What's really remarkable is, against every prediction to the contrary, the economy is coming back like 10 times faster than they predicted. I mean, he's in the middle of a, of a growth now. And to to interrupt that with a guy who's working with half a brain and is a crook would be ridiculous. It'd be absolutely ridiculous. And, uh, and on the economy, the American people by a lot trust him. And they no doubt. I mean, Joe can't even count anymore. I mean, the guy gets the numbers all screwed up. He can't say the Pledge of Allegiance. He can't count I mean, that's well, why, I, I, if you're talking about debate advice, I think what you heard publicly is, is the private advice, which is let him talk. Let yeah. Joe talk. Let's see if Joe can go for more than two minutes and stay on the same subject. Well, and I thought that was the only I thought that was the only downfall to the president's first debate appearance. I think he he was so quick to get on Joe's case sometimes that if he had just given him another breath and a half, Joe would have fallen off the cliff all on his own. And I don't I don't want to see the president rescue Joe Biden from Joe Biden. <laughs> well, I, think, I, I think look the president is just a very straight guy you know he goes right. right at the point and when he heard the lies that joe was telling that's why he interrupted he, when i asked him why did you interrupt that i couldn't i couldn't stand it i couldn't stand all the lies he was telling and yeah. i i respect that i understand that but i think he's i think this time he'll be more let's say more tactical in the way he does it but he will get out his record, what he wants to do for the future, and he'll point out, because there has been an iron curtain, and not everybody knows the facts, he will point out what a big criminal Joe Biden is. Well, I think he's doing the nation a public service in in doing so, because, again, you're you're talking about a 99% blackout. I mean, when Twitter and Facebook took the actions they did, uh, Mayor, is that that case – is, does that prove as enough evidence that they need to be broken up or, or regulated oh, yeah, in I, some I way? I believe so, but and this election is going to be about that. Yeah. You elect Biden, it's going to stay that way and get worse. I mean, they own him and he owns them. I mean, they're in bed together. Uh, if you elect Trump, he'll be Teddy Roosevelt, like Teddy Roosevelt was with the trust at the beginning of the 20th century. That'll be Donald Trump. He's got the same kind of spirit Teddy Roosevelt had. Doesn't he give a damn. Does. 
just cares about just cares about the people. And that's yeah. why they hate him so much. They hate him because he's the first guy to go in their face. Who, who would have the courage to tell big tech, the big businesses, go to hell? You're not going to you're not going to do this. What they are tied in very, very closely with China because they all make so much money in China. And they're about greed. They're not about American patriotism. They lost whatever mm. sense of patriotism in the first, you know, screwed up deal they did. And China is this gigantic market that has them seeing, you know, billions. Yeah. So we we become our interest like the little people of America, the deplorables. We become irrelevant, and and they and they tell us that when Biden said. I'm not going to tell you my position on court packing because you don't deserve to know it. Don't deserve to know it. I think that was a psychological slip that indicates the attitude that these Democrats have, and certainly not all Democrats. It's the crooks that now control the party. The attitude they have, it's the same attitude Hillary had. You know, we're deplorables. I think the Democratic yeah. Party, the best thing that can happen to them is everybody vote Republican. And they'll straighten themselves out. They'll get rid of these crooks, and they'll bring in the good people that I used to work with when I was mayor. Gosh, the city is mostly Democrat. The city council had 45 Democrats and six Republicans. I, I didn't get anything done without working with Democrats. Sure. And we didn't hate each other. We disagreed with each other. And now they hate well, Mayor, I don't know. I don't know to what degree that people are going to welcome this, but we've been doing some polling, and it appears, at least in in the realms that we're able to reach with uh, what we've been doing, that maybe upwards of 10% of registered Democrats are going to vote for the president. And if that is, in fact, the case, it is going to be a uh, a landslide like few have predicted, especially when you consider that he's polling in the low 20s with uh, African-Americans and in upper 30s with Latinos. I just he's going to have a different coalition than we've ever seen as a Republican administration before. And I think it's, well, it's about a good time. thing. You know, it's really a good thing. It, 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 it's all turned around since I was, you know, when I was a kid, I was a Democrat. Uh, my yeah. mother was a Republican. My father was a Democrat. And I love John Kennedy. And I always thought of the Democratic Party as the party of the poor. But when, John Kennedy when, uh, would not be welcomed in the AOC party of today. Not not by a long well, come shot. Come on, he he was a he was a hardliner. <laughs> I mean, yeah. he he wanted to go to war against the communists. He thought of communism yep. as he thought of communism as godless uh, uh, treachery. Even if he mentioned God, he would, wouldn't be welcomed. I mean, the guy the yeah. guy was a Catholic. He wouldn't be able to get on the Supreme Court <laughs> if they had their way. That's well said. Mayor, I always appreciate your time. Thank you for giving us some insight right. on the laptop and the election, and we'll talk Thank again you. soon. Always appreciate it, too. Thank you. God bless. Thanks for listening to the Town Hall Review. Our program is coming today in partnership with the Pepperdine Graduate School of Public Policy. It's America's most unique graduate leadership programs offered on Pepperdine's breathtaking campus in Malibu, California. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. If you're enjoying the podcast, please tell a friend to go to Town Hall Review and sign up as well today. This is Hugh Hewitt for townhall.com. The 2020 election is now just days away. Here's my short case for backing the Trump-Pence ticket and voting for Republican senators and representatives in your state. On the coronavirus pandemic, Trump has done as well as any president could have done and certainly better than Joe Biden. You're safer and more secure because of the Trump military buildup. The president has made the necessary pivot with China. 
and he's brokered the first major peace deal in the Middle East in 25 years. On the economy, Trump and the GOP succeeded in bringing unemployment to all-time lows early this year. Now, even amidst the pandemic, the economy is bouncing back. Your First and Second Amendment freedoms are much stronger as well because Trump has bolstered the Supreme Court and federal courts with strong judges who honored the Constitution. Whatever you think of Trump personally, there's no question. His policies have been good for the country. Join me in voting for a second Trump term. I'm Hugh Hewitt. Publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu.